Welcome back to Entertainment Talk, I'm your host Matthew and today let's talk about haptic feedback on the PlayStation 5's DualSense controller which in my opinion is a generational game changer. Uh, so yeah, I've I've been brainstorming this, this episode for a bit of time. Uh, while I've been brainstorming the episode, I've been playing The Last of Us Part 1 which has also got uh, haptic feedback features. Um, so there, there's two kind of different sides to this feature. Um, well, a, a few different sides to this feature actually. Um, there are people out there who have been kind of understandably burned by features, uh, te- technology it doesn't really work, and there are people out there that have, and understand again understandably so, looked at what haptic feedback offers and thought oh it's just it's just another gimmick you know it's just another it's another connect type thing it's another sort of like oh a thing that will just pass by in time and we should focus on games and all this kind of stuff it's understandable if you've got that mindset it's completely understandable and there's people like me that have been lucky enough to either play or actually have a PlayStation 5 um, and experience haptic feedback because the the one the one difficult thing you're going to find if you're listening to this and you've not experienced haptic feedback on the dual sense you're not gonna even no matter what I say in this episode you're not gonna really sort of you you'll never grasp what it's like until you feel it yourself um, because even like you know to the build up with the PS5 and in the year or so it's been out. Um, and everything like that. I kept hearing about dual sense. Uh, sorry, about um, haptic feedback and everything else like that. And from from day one, it sounded like something I was very interested in. This idea of like, not not just like, oh, it's vibration through the controller. You know, we've had that since what PS two, I think, um, specifically for PlayStation. Um, but that's more just like you know what one standard of frequency of vibration that might might be slightly different in certain situations but this is something really that's advanced that technology and something that's really really taken it to I wouldn't even say just the next level but something really beyond that and the thing that makes me curious and interested now as obviously as a gamer and everything is going forward and looking at each game and thinking which games are going to have it, which aren't, and like, obviously various different games, different mechanics, there's different things you can do in different games, you've got different genres of different games, and there's lots of different opportunities for haptic feedback to play out in lots of different games, but that just that just creates more variety simply, right? Like, for example, the feeling of, like, a screeching tyre in a racing game might be completely different to, like, a reload of a gun in a game, you'll probably get a bit of different haptic feedback through that. Um, most of this for the future will probably be through Sony's first party games, so things like God of War, Horizon, you know, Last of Us, those, those types of games. And it will be a bit more selective with third party games. I mean, you'll have things like, you've got the upcoming Hogwarts Legacy game, which looks like it's, they already put out a video saying like, hey, you can feel certain things through the controller, obviously that game's still in development, so those ideas could change and, and, and advance. Um, but no, th- this is not a gimmick. This is something that I would say makes up a lot of the value of the actual controller. Obviously, you've got the normal stuff. You've got your analog sticks, your buttons, your triggers, your action buttons, your obviously the D-pad, 
your basic stuff like that. Um, it's really quite amazing, and I, I've written down certain different games, at least of what I remember playing that had haptic feedback. Um, and I'll I'll share some different examples of um, ones that have stood out, ones that have been really surprising, ones that are a bit more subtle as well. Um, but uh, I I think this could. See, I I would say this could really change the way that we play games. It won't necessarily change the way that we play games. It will change the way that we experience video games. And literally, literally, it will change the way that we feel video games. That that last point there, I cannot emphasize enough. Because at times when you're doing, again, lots of different mechanics, different games. Sometimes when you are literally feeling something in a game... um. It's it's quite remarkable what this controller can pull off, and it's still very young in its development. the The PlayStation Five has barely been out for two years. Um, hopefully, because we will eventually, obviously, in several years' time, get to a PlayStation Six. Obviously, that's way, way, way out. Uh, we'll probably get like a PS Five Pro at some point, um, or an updated version of the of the DualSense, maybe at some point, maybe like some sort of Pro controller. Obviously, you've got that newer one coming out, but that's more like the button adjustments and things. Um, I don't know that there's much you can up, that you can do to upgrade this controller per se, unless it's like button specific stuff. Um, but it's just um, like some games that I've played, I've gone into knowing like okay, when I'm going to do this thing in this game, I know what to expect. And sometimes I won't know about certain bits and pieces of haptic feedback that come through. Um, and it's both a nice surprise and also like. So for the the stuff that I don't know that's coming up, it's a nice surprise. And for the stuff that I even know is there, like different footsteps in Astro's Playroom, for for example. Um, <clears throat> even though I know that's going to be in the game, it's still really, really interesting. Um, Astro is a particular one to, to dive into. Obviously, that game was basically built around haptic feedback. But... Um, and even, like, you know, playing through the COD Modern, Modern Warfare 2 beta this week, this weekend... Um, which is still live now, I think, actually, as well. Um, even that is sort of, you know, that's third-party Activision. Well, soon it will be first-party, because it will be part of Microsoft eventually, if that fully goes through. Um, even that game has, like, okay, that the haptic feedback in that is not as advanced as Astro. Obviously, Astro is specifically built for that. COD isn't. Um, but it offers such a unique experience, because you... Well, unless you unless I think I think you can plug in your DualSense to your PC and get that through certain games, you can't do that with a mouse and keyboard, and you can't do it with an Xbox One or Series X controller. Um, you'll get like obviously with the Xbox controller, you'll get like different vibrations and things like that. Uh, Switch, well, you've got the Joy Cons and the Pro controller. They just don't offer what this DualSense controller offers with the haptic feedback. Um, and there's been, there's been some times where I've been like kind of in the zone playing games and not really specifically thinking about like, oh, which haptic feedback is going to kind of come up. It'll be in the back of my mind, but and then I'll do something in a game and I'll kill something or open a door or create something or make something or craft something. And it will be like a, a nice surprise that kind of like weaves its way into the gameplay experience. It's really something quite special. Um, The only kind of like concern i suppose is are developers going to take full opportunity with this 
and I I really really hope that this isn't something that just goes off into the background but it does seem to have been more at the forefront of certain games I mean I what I'm basically saying is I don't want this to end up like the Kinect where developers look and think like oh nobody really cares about this anymore because it will cost development time and resources to think like because as, as a developer you'd sit there and think like okay what mechanics have we got in our game you know are you shooting a bow and arrow are you shooting a gun are you driving a car are you climbing a wall are you walking across grass or sand or whatever and how do we program that in what exactly does that feel like and obviously you've got to program it in correctly so it happens at the right time and all those sorts of things so that will take both obviously a lot of thought because you've got to think about like what's the frequency of the vibrations going to be and where is it where is it going to be in the controller because it's not all it's not all just in one spot by the way um one 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 of the first examples i want to bring up um and i'll go through some different examples in this episode is there's a is like a demo test at the start of astro's playroom and um it gets you to like feel the vibrations and different things like that and uh the adaptive triggers and like the pressure on those and everything there's one particular part where all the little astro people go into your controller and you tip it left to right and you can it doesn't just feel like sort of one block of astro little people rolling around you can feel them sort of specifically in your controller and literally if you um let's say you had a little box of little figurines or something right and you tip them from left to right you'd be able to feel that in your hand and obviously there's no astro things in your controller it's just whatever's inside your controller but it feels like they're rumbling from one side to the other and i know that's a little example and that is more of a like tech demo example but like think of like let's say you take that idea and you, you could apply it to something else um and there's so many different games in development so many different opportunities for for this haptic feedback um because one honestly one of the things like when I now when I see like trailers or gameplay stuff or whatever, obviously there's there's a lot of thoughts that go through my head when I'm trying to analyze like a gameplay demo or a, like a trailer or whatever, as to like you know does the game look good, characters, setting, story, you know is it a sequel, new IP, that kind of stuff isn't my genre of game, uh, is obviously those things. But when I see like gameplay specific stuff, and I do think like where where in this game are the opportunities for haptic feedback that's something that kind of like it's a, it's a new exciting thing for me to sort of look forward to and look towards um because as soon as as soon as, as soon as developers start to obviously have like different dev diaries and dev interviews and things like that um as soon as a developer starts saying things like oh you can feel this and you can feel that i like perk up straight away and i think like oh what what i what ideas have you got um and it's interesting because even though i've experienced haptic feedback when a developer is talking about a game that's not come out yet and i can't feel the things that they're saying because i'm not playing the their, their new game i'm thinking about like okay oh they've described okay when you run up a wall or something and you'll feel the character's feet along the wall and i'm thinking okay i could probably Im- I, i'm trying to like imagine you know, use use that imagination and stuff, and think like, okay, what will that feel like, and how will that all integrate itself in the game? Um, it is one of the higher priorities for me when I'm when I'm 
trying to analyze new stuff from a game obviously like you know you want it to work well and be technically sound and you know the game to work well and play well um but it's not it, it's it's kind of an added bonus in some situations but if a developer kind of goes a bit more out their way to put it in their games um it means that it, it it wasn't just kind of an afterthought type of thing you know um of like oh we have an opportunity we can kind of stick something in here um but no it's really just and again you get like you get different vibrations through different parts of the controller you get different frequencies it's it's amazing the the range of things that you can feel in the controller as well um i don't really know how it's been done per se but the amount of different sort of textures for example that you can feel and it's all through sort of vibrations um for example like in that for that giraffe scene the last of us right um you can feel that and that feels different to like so for for a little example right if you're crafting a molotov in last of us part one which is the ps5 remake version you can feel your controller doing that glug 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 that when you when you're filling a filling up a bottle um obviously you're putting the alcohol in in the bottle for the molotov you can feel that when you are crafting a nail bomb in last of us part one you can feel a little bit of like again it's difficult to describe you get like a shrapnel type of feeling because what that basically is is like a metal tin box or like container with like you know scissors and knives and all that type of stuff in there uh, and then it explodes obviously to create that uh, that effect um but like the differences that you can feel there and then things like when you're um putting on a bandage put, put, put putting a bandage on joel and you can kind of feel that in a different way and you can hear the little tear and everything or with um there's a very very interesting thing they've done with the like the workbench system in last was part one because when joel is like crafting and he's like obviously he's dismantling the guns because you're working on them and stuff I can't remember which gun it's for. I think it's with the shotgun. There's a particular category that you can do. And there's a part where he like... I can't remember what it, what exactly it was that he did. He pulled something off. And there was this like almost... Shift feeling. Almost as if like it feels like, like your controller had been separated slightly. It's, really, it's, it's, it's very hard to explain and it's really quite bizarre. But it makes sense. And then when he puts whatever that thing was back in and he's click, clicking the thing inwards, it almost feels like your controller sort of come back together. It's really quite like, again, it's so much more advanced than just, oh, your controller vibrates when an explosion happens. And you still do get that. You still do get like, you know, when you throw a nail bomb or something or you throw a grenade in a game and you, yeah, sure, you feel the vibration because of the controller. Because uh, it's a boom kind of impact thing. Um, or when you're shooting a gun in a game and you get that like intense kind of feeling with that, but um, it's amazing where like because obviously your controller your controller isn't physically moving; it's just vibrations. But the fact that you can feel like things getting pulled apart, things getting put together, things like having textures go through the controller, it really and again I really want to emphasize this point a lot. It really does feel like well, not it, it, it does feel like you can feel what your character is doing in a game. There's there's, no, there's nothing else like it in gaming, really. Um, nothing I've experienced, anyway. Um, that 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 particular one with the sort of separating the part, because really, it felt for a minute like, oh my, 
not 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 feeling like my controller had come apart, but felt like it had sort of ex- like it had shifted or it it sort of expanded, um, like it had gotten wider. And then when Joel put the thing back on and clicked it in, it felt like it had enclosed again, and, it, and the controller sort of felt normal. But there was this also this weird feeling like when Joel was pulling the thing apart, and my controller felt like it had sort of separated or like ex- expanded. It felt like it stayed like that for the few seconds. Then he was grabbing whatever tool he was grabbing. Then he put the thing back on and clicked it in, and the controller felt like it had clicked itself back in. It was it was really interesting and really bizarre. And I was like, oh wow, this is. I'm I'm feeling the mechanical thing that Joel is doing in the game. Um, and again, for those of you that have never experienced haptic feedback or that specific one, you might be like, this is hard to to understand. I apologize for that, but there's there's not much I can do about that. I'm afraid. Um, it's really quite incredible. Um, just a few other examples as well. Um, and this, for me, again, we've all got our own different ways of viewing and look at things in, in, in the world of gaming. Um, for me, it has changed the way that I... Again, I, for me personally, I would say the way that I play games because it's the way that I'm literally interacting with a game because I've got a controller in my hand that I'm pressing buttons for to do things and I'm feeling those things like a reload of a gun or a creation a, a mechanical thing of putting a sh- uh, um nail bomb together or reloading a gun or shooting a gun or walking a character across a surface like through grass or something um in astro as well feeling like the wind levels um also another big big one um is feeling rain in games um most notably uh so that happens in last of us part one it happens in returnal and it happens in certain levels in astro's playroom you can feel the little pitter patters not not even the rain that hits the character the rain that's falling around you as well and you can feel again it's not all in one spot it's in different spots in the controller you can feel the little pitter patters of the rain that's more of a obviously that's not something that your character is doing that's something that's happening in the world around your character but you're feel you're kind of in that situation feeling the environment around you you're feeling you're feeling and as your characters may be like i don't know wiping their head or you know putting their hood up or they're, they're trying to like cover themselves a bit from rain because some characters do that in some games um <clears throat> as that's happening and you are feeling it in the controller and as you're walking through the game and you can obviously hear hear your character's footsteps walking through the rain the little splashes that, that happen and you can feel the pitter patters of the rain around you and you're walking through the world you can control controlling that character walking through the world yourself it's so much more immersive it's so much more you can just feel it i can't emphasize that enough you can just feel in that situation you can feel the, the rain in the environment around you um it's it's quite incredible um, so yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. Uh, what was the example I was going to give? Um, what was the example I was going to give? Yeah, I think it was to do with that with the with with, with the rain. Uh, there's other little other little examples as well. Now I never finished Demon Souls. I probably will never finish that game. There's things like in Demon Souls where if you um, hit your sword against the wall, you can feel like the clanging of that and everything or when an enemy is hitting you or when you're hitting an enemy you can feel that those are a little bit more basic examples um the thing the thing is with demon souls there there's maybe not as much kind of going on but you can feel like stuff in that game as well um 
Astro's got a ton of it, really. Obviously, Astro's, like, if you want a full-on example of how this stuff can fully be fleshed out. Um, oh, that was the example I was going to give from Astro's Playroom. There's a thing in Astro's Playroom where um, <clears throat> there's, like, a um, section with a ball that you roll, and you use the um, D-pad, like, like a, you know, like a mouse tracker thing, uh, like a mouse pad thing. Um, sorry, trackpad thing. What am I saying? Uh, like a trackpad thing, as you, you know, you scroll your fingers along it so that you can move a mouse on like I'm doing right now obviously you can't see me doing that right now but um like that you use the d-pad in the same way to do that there's a part in the game where you roll your character into this little like suit thing um actually, I think that's for the monkey suit sections yeah that's, that's actually it actually works for both anyway and your character jumps into this little suit based thing and turns into like this ball and there's a zip on the uh, zip that you have to do up so your character is in the thing properly and if you run your finger quite slowly up the the track the trackpad thing which is what you're supposed to do to zip the thing up it feels like you're zipping that like we've all zipped like jackets and bags and you know things like that before you get the genuine feeling of like almost as if your finger is on a zip and you're pushing it up I know that's not really how you do a zip, you do have to pull the zip, but still, you can kind of feel that same, you know that that, that traction that you get when you do a zip, um, but you can feel it through your, your finger as you're pushing it up, that's a, it's a small example, but it's still something that's like, wow, it's, 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 again, you can feel what you're doing in the game, it's, it's pretty, uh, pretty special. Another one that I kind of mentioned is walking through surfaces. Um, whether it's grass or sort of sand or again rainy surfaces you can sometimes feel uh, or the metal clanging there's a lot of that obviously in Astro because he is metal um, and there's like a lot of metal surfaces you can feel the clanging of your of your footsteps and that's like really immersive as well I think Ratchet and Clank did the same thing which is really cool uh, that's that's another example um, Returnal there is um the portals you can use and these portals sort of have this how would i describe it not bubbling this sort of energy effect um as if like there's energy kind of coming off of the the portals if you walk gradually closer towards it you'll feel that that's really cool um there's loads of different stuff you can do in um in return for haptic feedback as well again that's an, that's another game with rain and things like that um uh, one of the more obvious ones is things like guns and weapons and stuff. I already kind of mentioned uh, COD Modern Warfare 2, which isn't actually out yet. Obviously, that's just in beta, so that won't be changing. Um, Returnal is an interesting one. Uh, there's a there's two different like fire methods in, in Returnal. Uh, one where you're just shooting a normal gun, which you'll still feel that. And there's one where you get like your secondary thing. You can sometimes shoot off like a burst of missiles or, or whatever, or like a beam or something. You get like one shot with that and then that has to recharge. You can feel your controller sort of like doing this warping charging sort of feeling. Which is actually quite, that that's a situation where that's genuinely useful. Because yeah you can hear it in the game and you get obviously the bar that comes up. And it lets you know when it's back. But your controller will do this sort of woo woo thing like that. Um, and it will be charging your shot. So you could, again, you can literally feel your gun recharging itself in that situation. Um, and then you get this sort of like, cling, this sort of like, 
com- completion sound, I suppose you, you'd call that. Um, and then your controller sort of like gives you a little a little bit of feedback for that. So that's really really good. Um, what are the examples are there? Um, again, there's stuff in Last of Us One, uh, Last of Us Part One with like the different feelings of guns. Um, you also do in Last of Us Part One get um, and Matthew, I think his name's Illard, the director of the of Part One, the, the game, pointed this out in one of the videos. Um, the pump with the shotgun. Uh, obviously, you do get a little bit of haptic feedback when you shoot the shotgun. It's got a lot of power behind it. Um, with the thing with the shotgun, you get a little bit of feedback for that. That's that's a little bit quicker and a little bit more simple, but it's still again you can feel Joel pumping the shotgun. It's very very cool. It's very very good. Um, and to me, all all these things throughout all these games just add that extra sense of either feeling the world around you or feeling what your character is doing whether it's building something making something shooting something reloading something climbing on a surface touching something uh walking through something you can you can feel all of it um and it's again it's really quite incredible so uh what are some other examples that there's been um again Astro's just got a ton of them um but the, the the ones that have kind of impressed me the most, I think, is when... Because as great as it is to have a few, like, you know, interesting stuff when you're shooting and throwing grenades and things, those are some of the ones we're a bit more used to. It, it, it still feels a little bit more different. Um, I think usually you get the best out of haptic feedback when something is... When you're getting a longer sequence of haptic feedback, so... The long pitter-patters of rain, or when something's charging, or when somebody's making something, you can feel like, again, the glugging of the, you know, Molotov as the bottle is filling up, and, and that type of stuff. Um, so, it's it's pretty incredible. It's pretty incredible. I'm really looking forward to seeing, like, again, you'd think, so let's, let's talk about like, upcoming games as well. Um, I'm still playing through Last of Us Part 1. Um, a few other things from that game as well. Uh, you'll get like, you know, for example, when Joel is reloading the revolver, and you obviously puts in one bullet by one, you'll get a little like click for that for each bullet. Uh, same thing with the shotgun. Obviously, when you're putting in the individual shells, you'll get like little clicks for for each one. Those are a little bit more subtle, but it still adds a lot to to what's kind of going on. Um, so that's really cool as well. You'll get um, again when he's like pulling things apart or reloading things. In the the workbench system, you get like every little click and clack and twist and turn and things like that for the uh, haptic feedback. Uh, upcoming games. Um, so God of War Ragnarok's coming out soon. I will be quite shocked if because um, one thing that was sort of praised or really noted for the 2018 game was the throw and catch. I suppose of the obviously the the the, the Leviathan axe. Um, when you you know you're throwing it, you're getting it back, and you're getting that boof kind of feeling. Um, same thing with like you know Thor's hammer, that type of stuff. That sort of like that that pressure, that whacking of the thing coming back towards you. Um, there better be something for that. And this is where like I suppose the cross gen stuff comes into it because God of War, as well as Horizon, was it Forbidden West, the new one? PS4 and PS5. That doesn't mean you can't make haptic feedback for PS5. It does mean that the developer at some point had to think like, 
how do we make this game playable on PS4? So it does hold those resources back. Um, I understand, obviously, there's still loads of people still playing PS4. Some people can't get PS5s either through budget or availability, um, which is understandable. I'm looking forward to the when that crossover point ends, and at least for first-party developers, they can fully look at like, okay, we don't even have to think about PS4 developing for that, and we can really get into like the nuts and bolts of PS5. Um, that was one thing that like Matthew pointed out about Last of Us Part One, which is like really being able to take advantage of that PS5 te- technology, not just for the haptic feedback, obviously you know power and all the technology things that they've got. So. That's really good. Um, Hogwarts Legacy, they've already mentioned, which is interesting because, like, Hogwarts Legacy, I mean, we're late September now, September 19th. Hogwarts Legacy doesn't come out till, what, the 7th or the 10th of February? And they've already said, like, hey, yeah, when you do certain spells or you, you do certain things in the game, you'll be able to feel that. You'll be able to feel that sort of, like, the pressure of the spells or the sort of, like, the power behind them. So that's really, really cool. Um, that's something I'm definitely still going to be, you know, looking out for when, uh, when future games start coming out. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K-U-K to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website. Uh, version of the episode and you can go and click on that link in the show notes that's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well so you can either copy and paste the promo code etalkuk etalkuk you can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20 percent off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves, even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very, very first class, very professional, so no questions about Manscaped's quality. Thanks very much to Manscaped for sponsoring Entertainment Talks podcast, and thank you very much for listening. Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's Kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or 
film review so it's one of either of those per month of course if you continue subscribing each month you can pick a tv show then a film the next month and so on and so forth this is a great way to support entertainment talk get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening back to the show um you got things as well like the callisto protocol which is coming out um i haven't seen the developer mention anything about haptic feedback i can't remember if that game's also coming out on ps4 um again if you're making a game for 4 and 5 ps4 and 5 it doesn't mean that you can't put haptic feedback in it just means that your development resources also did have to go into ps4 at some point which kind of would possibly hold that experience back which is a bit of a shame but again i understand um yeah, those are those are some of the upcoming games. We've also got, I mean, is Gotham Knights gonna do anything? I, I I haven't heard anything about that. That game's out in like a month or something. I think it's gone gold, isn't it? So you got that coming out. Um, but yeah, I look forward to like whenever any developer mentions like haptic feedback for something. Um, because where I could genuinely take more interest in games I'm not interested in is if there's a game coming out and I'm looking at it and thinking like, oh, this game's not really for me or it's not my kind of thing. If a developer mentions like, oh, when you do this, you'll be able to feel this haptic feedback and this and that, I will genuinely take more interest. Um, so that's like a good thing kind of going forward. So that's uh, really interesting. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what I wanted to mention about haptic feedback. It is a generational game changer. I think it will change the way that we, for me, play and feel, but certainly feel the games that we play. You'll be able to feel more the things that your characters do. Um, feel the world around you, whether it's rain or certain weather effects or like the wind. Uh, could also do like thunderstorm stuff possibly as well in certain games. Um, you'll be able to feel different elements as well in games, like if there's uh, like maybe fire and things like that kind of going on. Um, yeah, it's it's something that will, for, for me anyway, I know that there's people out there that have maybe tried haptic feedback and don't really care about it. Um, you can, if you don't care about any of that sort of stuff, or the, the adaptive trigger stuff, you can actually just switch that off on PS5. I will obviously never do that. I've got all mine set to, like, if there's sep- sep- certain um, separate settings for haptic feedback, I'm turning all that stuff up to 10, like, all the time, um, just to really get that full effect of everything. So I'm looking forward to seeing what games do with this. There's a ton, absolute ton of opportunities, loads of different categories of games, different genres of games, different ways that we can play games. Um, I'm also really looking forward to seeing, obviously with PS, we don't know a ton yet about PSVR 2. We know some stuff. If you do a combination of like VR stuff, which is obviously more of a visual thing, um, haptic feedback, 3D audio, good graphics obviously. Um... PlayStation, so PlayStation with their VR2 and the new controller and haptic feedback really could have some very exciting, interesting opportunities for games going forward. And I'm really looking forward to seeing who takes advantage of it, where, how it's implemented into games, um, and that type of stuff. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how that adapts itself in the future. I'm just hoping that, like, if we fast forward a year or two, that, like, developers still care about doing this stuff. Um, because... It, it, even if you're somebody that's looking at this and thinking, oh, I don't really care, I do hope that those people out there kind of like, if they get to experience haptic feedback, get that sort of moment of realisation and think, oh, this is what you can do with games. Because again, for those of you that are listening to this that haven't experienced it and are probably thinking, oh, it's just probably just just some vibrations. No, it's it's far more 
advanced than that. And we've not even filled like half of this thing's potential yet. Um, there's so many interesting ways you could adapt this into games. Um, just just through you know so many different interactions you can do in games. Different guns, different cars, flying around in games, different sources of like energy building up in different games. Uh, when characters touch things in games, when characters walk through things, different weather effects. Um, yeah, there's there's a ton of different opportunities, and I hope the de developers take um, advantage of it because uh, got a lot of good opportunities, a lot of good opportunities. And I hope as well that like if this thing continues to be as good as what it can be. Take this into PlayStation 6. I know we're a way off from PlayStation 6, but still, I want this to be something very long-term and something that's really fully explored, because there's a ton of opportunities you could you could do in this game. Um, the only downside to haptic feedback, and this is the only downside I can think of, it does drain your battery a bit quick, <laughs> but that's, that's just first-world problems. You know, you can just plug in your controller and keep playing. There's no... No issues with that. Because I have noticed sometimes in games when my controller's on like a really low battery, the haptic feedback dies off a little bit. That's literally because there's less battery in the controller. Um but that's that's that that's more of a battery issue. That's not a haptic feedback issue, that's more of a battery issue. So yeah. Anyway, for those of you that have experienced haptic feedback, do you agree with me? Is there any games coming up or games that you've experienced? And please, if there's games already out that you've experienced that have haptic feedback in that have got some cool features, cool ideas, and I haven't mentioned them here, or haven't played them, please let me know. I'm very, very curious to try out other games I've not played that have haptic feedback in them. Uh, you can feel free to tell me about what the haptic feedback is. Um, how does it play out in games? What is the game? You know, t t t tell, me, tell me all about them. Tell me about your uh, tell me about your haptic feedback experience. Have you played Last of Us Part 1? Have you played Astro's Playroom? I mean, if you've got a PS5, surely you'd just play it anyway, because it's both free and comes pre-installed um you know in the console so there's no real excuse not to play that so um yeah have you played you know Returnal have you played Demon Souls is there other games I've not experienced obviously there's things like Ratchet and Clank as well um tell me about your your feedback with uh or your experience with that haptic feedback I'm really really curious to hear from other people's experience and if you're somebody that's not experienced haptic feedback um were you interested before are you more interested now again it's different through. It's difficult through whether it's me or a developer or anybody talking about haptic feedback. It's difficult to sell it until you experience it to sell the experience. If you're somebody that thinks like it's a bit gimmicky or whatever, I can probably sit here and say whatever and tell you about all my experiences with it. You won't really get sold on it until you try it out for yourself because maybe then you'll have that moment of realization. Um, but it really could change the way that we play and certainly the way that we feel video games and the things that we do in them uh so anyway, let, let me know your experience with haptic feedback uh matthew at entertainmenttalk.org twitter etalk uk there's a contact page and information in your show notes uh email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes so please get involved please let me know your experience with haptic feedback do you like it do you not have you experienced it have you not uh let me know where you're at with that or do you have a ps5 and you've just switched it off not the console the haptic feedback um if so, switch it back on and experience it. It's very, 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 very uh, game-changing to me anyway. So, um, anyway, yeah, Matthew and Entertainment Talk.org, Twitter, eTalk UK, contact page, information in your show notes, email box on the website version of the episode, clickable email name in your show notes, all that good stuff. Get involved. Please let me know about your experience with haptic feedback. I'm very, very curious. 
In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, games, films, main eye podcast. Take a look out for all of those things that we do. Uh, for all of that, entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms, Entertainment Talk. Please get involved, let me know, uh, or get involved, listen to more episodes, and get involved that way. Uh, telling other people, you can do that as well. Tell other people about our podcast. If you'd like to do that, you can either just simply tell them or use social media, whatever way around you want to do that, or if you want to do both, up to you. Uh, Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers for the every podcast review options. Have a look out for those as well, um, for those different Patreon options. Uh, TV and film news, if you want to know about stuff to do with that. Is your favourite show renewed? When is it coming back? Who's going to be in it? Where is it going to be airing? Um, David's got you covered over with that. Uh, Geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio. Geektown Radio episodes come out on Tuesdays. Look out for those. Bex, who's also involved in all that as well. Uh, Twitch, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S, if you want to see her play Little Nightmares 2. Uh, chat streams, retro games, classic games, all that good stuff. Check out Bex on all the platforms. Trista, B-Y-T-E-S. Me on Twitch, UK. Check out my different gaming streams when I go live. Just click follow on the channel. You'll be notified when I go live. So look out for all of those. If you want to check out that content later on uh, YouTube, as well as the dozens of game clips, and I do mean dozens of game clips, um, over on YouTube, that's Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks very much for listening. Here's to more haptic feedback, more immersion in games, and to feel more video games. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.